This is the High Line. Are you looking for a NASCAR podcast that doesn't hold anything back, tells you how it is, like you want to hear it? Well, guess what? The High Line is the place for you. Two guys, two rednecks, two God-fearing, loving Americans talking about cars going in circles with no strings attached. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the High Line. Episode 14. Oh, Jesus. 15? Uh, 14. 17? 28. Something like that. We're about to get in the uh, playoffs. 69. Has Brad made it in the playoffs? Uh, no. Does he want to race? No. No. Damn. It's a damn shame. Yep. Now, episode 14. This is uh, Trent Davis. And Riley Embry. And we are presented by our awesome sponsor, Anchor, once again. Thank you, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. Dover. That was uh, I'm wearing uh, Monday. If, if you're if you're uh, well, I don't know if I'll put this in the YouTube channel, but uh, I'm wearing camo today, and a Chase Elliott camo hat because it seems like all the Chase Elliott I couldn't see it haters have disappeared. No, I still nice. hate him. Oh well. No, I never hated him. Just hate his fans, huh? Yeah. Well, because he wins, he backs into one win. Oh, he didn't out back here talking into that shit. W- he didn't back into that win. Yeah, well, he deserved nah, he it. deserved to win it. He wasn't the best car, but no, he wasn't. I mean, I think him and Chris Busher had similar equipment all day, um, similar speed. Well, Chris Busher the- actually had the third fastest lap of the race. Well, here's um, the difference: uh, Chris Busher doesn't know what to do with a fast car. Chris Busher's pit crew fucked him on every pit stop. Mm. But if you For have once, fa- if you have Chase a, Elliott's didn't. If you have a fast enough car, you get back up there. Not necessarily. I think so. Kyle Busch probably had the best car, I think, at the end of the race. And where'd he finish? Seventh. So. I think. No, nah, I was, uh, obviously I enjoyed the race because um, I am a Chase Elliott fan. Number one. I bought that. <laughs> yeah, a little backstory. You did buy that for We've Christmas told that story before. Have we? Yep. Remember, because it was laying face down on the floor. Yeah, but you didn't say you bought it for me. Yes, I did. Oh, did I? Or did you? Yes, you, yes, I did. All right. Well, yeah. So, obviously, I enjoyed the race. Hated I that it. I hated that it uh, had to happen on a Monday. But luckily, we were both off work that day, so we were able to watch it anyway. But yep. um, it'd been better for. To get done on Sunday because uh, Dover was packed Sunday. It looked like a 2007 race there. It was awesome. The driver said it felt like a 2007 race. Yeah, that's um, where we need to keep on going. It was uh, I actually I think it was the best Dover race I've seen in a while. Um, mostly because at least one of my guys was competitive for the first time in ten years. But Brad, you know, wasn't that Brad bad. was competitive for the first half of the race. That they had, I don't know. I think their was, long run setup was terrible. Yeah, well, he was up there. Um, for those of you that that don't know, Chris Busher nabbed his first pole ever, um, and uh, actually led a few laps there. Led the first what eighteen laps for Denny got him, and uh, stayed in the top five that first run, and then stayed in the top five that second run, and then his pit crew shit on him and. Um, when it started raining that next day, he kind of came back and was in like 13th or something after the restart after the rain on Monday. So he never really did make his way back up into the top five, but he hung around 10th, 8th, 7th, 
ninth yeah, all day. To, I think the highest he got up on Monday was like six. But uh, so that was good. Yeah, so you you called me on Saturday, and I was uh, I think I was still in the bed, and you're like, "Hey, do you want qualifying?" I was like, "Nah, I'm still in the bed." He's like, "Guess who got who? Guess who got the pole?" Who did I say? I said Brad you first. Said Brad, yeah. Yeah. He's like, nope, Chris. I was like, well, I'll be damned. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I was happy for Chris, but he, that team is not used to being up front like that. And, um, it's, it's going to take a few races for them to figure out how to execute better. Well, that pit crew, I mean, Chris did everything. He didn't, he didn't put the car wrong all day. He was aggressive when he needed to be. He was, um, Smooth and steady when he needed to be. He didn't do anything stupid. Um, the problem was is that the pit crew lost him a position, at least a position, on pretty much every pit stop. And you know, I, that's what kind of pissed me off about the race was that you know you got the number one pit stall. How the hell do you lose positions like that every on every stop? I mean, if not, I don't gain, think he, I don't, at least maintain. I think he maintained a couple times. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you, Windows. Thank you, Windows. Thank you, Windows. I think he did once or twice, but it wasn't it wasn't a consistent thing. Like usually, you see those guys. Um, you get the number one pit stall. You're gaining spots. You're gaining spots. Even look, I get it. If you're if you get the number one pit stall and you're running twentieth all day, then yeah, it's going to be hard to gain spots on pit road. But if you're in the top five, you shouldn't be losing pit stops from that or. Uh, position from that number one pit stall yeah yeah i mean they they should have took advantage of where they were uh more often because i doubt chris will get another pole the rest of the year i mean he might i don't know he might get a couple more poles now those cars are looking faster yeah they are a little bit more consistent but you know i think they need to put that 17 car in um the uh post-race inspection area just to make sure well they uh, took brad's after uh Talladega. Yeah, just to make sure the uh, track bar wasn't too low. Yeah. All right. They don't have track bars in this car, do they? No. Oh, well. But, no, I was uh, obviously uh, Chase and Ross had a hell of a battle there at the end. Um, but two restarts in a row, side by side, three laps. Was, they're just fucking ripping around there. It was – I thought they were going to wreck multiple times uh, just because how hard they were driving and how important – it was to get out in front, especially if uh, the caution stopped happening. And after after that second one, uh, Chase got out, and I'm glad he did because uh, they went green all the way to the last fucking lap. We'll talk about that in a minute because uh, my pick got screwed once again. <laughs> dubs, big Dude, dubs. I should be, like, kicking your ass in these fantasy picks Should right be, now. but you're not. Like, but uh, with that being said, I guess we can do the rundown of the uh, the finishing order. The rundown. Let's do the rundown. The rundown. Let's run it down. So, um, Chase Elliott won. Congratulations to Chase. That's his first oval win since Phoenix 2020. 19? 2020. You <laughs> bum. It's been almost three years. Um, Ricky Stenhouse with a surprising second place. Let's uh, go, he was Ricky. slow all day until that last three, four runs, and then... Uh, Track position. No, he was fast. Day. He was he fast. Was, most he was of the a day. he was a fifteenth, twelfth place car. No, he was a top ten car all day. He was a fifteenth to tenth place car. That well, you don't get a fifteenth place car and run, come up and finish second. Eh, track position was important. Uh, Ross finished third. Uh, 
Seabell with another good finish. Um, he came from two laps down. He did. Um, Alex Bowman. My pick finished fifth. Uh, Kyle Larson uh, finished fifth. Uh, Kyle Busch. Boxman finished fifth, and Kyle Larson finished fifth. Or Kyle, I was reading his car number. <laughs> Kyle Larson finished sixth. Kyle Busch uh, should have won the race. He had the fastest car after stage two, in my opinion. Um, I think like, he got caught out by a caution. He finished seventh. The only thing I'll say about that, real quick, is like you said, track position is so key. So if you got out in front and you had a pretty good car, it made you. It made it look like you had the best car. Yeah. So I don't know if he had the best car, but he definitely had a top three car. Yeah. Uh, Chris Busher with an eighth place finish there. That was good uh, for him. Uh, Kevin Harvick in ninth, and then Eric Jones in tenth. So there's only two Fords in the top ten. Yeah, Ford struggled. Um, which was Chris Busher and Harvick, mostly Chevys up towards the front, uh, with two Toyotas being Christopher Bell and Kyle Busch. So uh, six out of the top ten were Chevrolets, and then past that, uh, Justin Haley with another good finish for him in eleventh. Martin Truex should have finished third. Uh, he and Ross got into it at the end, uh, so he spun out and finished 12th. Um, and talk other, about how they're going to go fishing afterwards. Yeah, other notable finishes. Uh, Corey LaJoy in 18th, good finish for him. Brad finished 20th. He probably had a 15th place car, just, you know, some shit happened. I don't know what happened to him. He must have broke or something. Denny also had a really fast car, finished 21st. Um, he had issues all day. Um, he might have had the best car, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, past that, uh, Penske struggled. Ryan Blaney finished 26th. Um, he did win stage two and then just give all his track yeah. up. Couldn't even come close he to was back. the uh, He was the highest finishing Penske car. 29th was Joey, and then uh, Austin Cedric finished last. So Yeah, you, you better be lucky Austin Cedric won today, Daytona 500. Yeah. Uh-oh. He is really struggling right he now. He is. He is. Um, he's getting outrun by Harrison Burton right now. So yikes! That's not good. That's never but, good. Um, your point standings. Um, <laughs> Chase is still in first. That win locks him in. Uh, then it's William and Ross because they've got two wins. Yeah. Uh, Blaney, Bowman, Bush, Larson, Hamlin, Truex, Briscoe, Sendrick are your winners, uh, and then your non-winners. Starting 12th with Logano, Bell, Harvick, Eric Jones, and Eric Almarola. Um, Austin Dillon's not too far out with three points out. Reddick's not too far out, 13. Suarez is 21 points out, 19th. And then Chris Buescher is 32 points out. And Chris Buescher's starting to creep up there. He is. Um, Where's Brad at? Is Brad is 30th. Is he okay? Uh, he's 112 points out. With that being said, if he didn't have a 100-point penalty, he would be uh, 18th right now in or 18th, something. 12 points out. Yeah. But uh, he does have a 100-point penalty. So. That's a damn shame. It is. It's a damn shame. So, uh, like you said, uh, Dover this past weekend is probably one of the best Dover races you've ever seen in a long time. And there's been some uncertainty and some rumors going around that this year it could have been the last over race. Maybe next year might because it's went from two dates to one. It's uh, got been bought out by uh, SMI. Uh, SMI. Um, just some uncertainty with the track. Um, do you think this race this weekend might have saved Dover from maybe keeping their one date, or do you think it's inevitable? I don't think it 
hurt him. I don't think it helped him. I think NASCAR and SMI are going to do what they're going to do regardless of what happened. Um, yeah. Do I want Dover to go away? No. I like Dover. Um, I like having – I mean, it's a, there's no other track in the on the circuit like Dover. So I like having that, you know, non-cookie cutter. You show up, you have a concrete oval, one-mile oval that doesn't rival anything. So I'd like to see it on the schedule. Um, would I be super pissed if it went away? No. Um, but I, I would like to see it. Um, I know a lot of people don't like Pocono, but I like to see at least one Pocono race on the schedule just because it is. But if I had the choice, I'd rather get rid of Pocono. Oh, for sure. Over. Yeah, me too. But, you know, I like – there's no other track in the United States like Pocono. There's no other track in the United States like Dover. Other than so, maybe Bristol and Bristol is its own monster. Yes. <laughs> you, get it. you get what I said yes, there? Yeah, yeah. But uh, if they get rid of it, they get rid of it. I don't think this race hurt or helped. I think they're going to do what they're going to do regardless. Yeah, I agree. I think if it would have been a bad race, there was more to lose if this would have been a bad race. Because, you know, if let's just say it would have been Martinville all over again, couldn't pass. This new car is going to be sticking around for a while. And you're not, you're not getting rid of Martinsville. So, I mean, I think Dover might have – I think, like I said, I think it had more to lose than it had to gain. So I agree with you. It didn't – it didn't uh, hurt at all, but did help. It's it, like any business, uh, especially a big business like NASCAR. It's all about money. So, um, but the Dover fans showed up Sunday. I hate that NASCAR didn't reward the fans and try to bump up the start time um, to like one one thirty. Um, and DBC said this earlier this week. If a track that we're going to does not have lights, then you need to start the race at 1 o'clock. I don't care where it's at, you know, if it's, if it's a day race. Yep. You need to start at 1, hell, sometimes noon. I don't know. Just the f- Sunday's your, obviously the big crowd pleaser. That's where most of your fans going to be. That's how it's going to look the most appealing on TV with this uh, butts in the seats. And you starting a Dover race at three o'clock on a Sunday. If it, if even if it only rained for like an hour and a half, and it would have stopped at five thirty six, you can't finish the race. It got dark. Yep. And there's no point in even continuing. So NASCAR, you have to look into this. Um, I know you want to get your West Coast audience in there, but the root of NASCAR is East Coast. East and even you could go to mid uh, the uh, central time zone. That's where your most of your fan base is. No offense to the West Coast, but if you want to watch if you want to watch NASCAR race, get your ass up on the West Coast. I will. I do it. it. I do it every Sunday morning. I wake up early and watch the F one race. Yeah. Are they going to start changing F one start times to? Well, you satisfy th- Los Angeles? No. No. I mean, they don't have to. One, they can race in the rain, but. Two, the races only last like an hour and a half anyway. Yeah, but what, what I'm saying is like the 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 Grand Prix at Spa is going to start at – it's not this weekend. Miami's this weekend. I'm just using them as an Me, I'm me. So um, they're going to start at, you know, 3 o'clock, noon, whatever time they're going to start in Belgium. And guess what time that is in Los Angeles? Probably like 1 in the morning. Yeah. So – you know, if you want to watch the F1 race, 
guess you better stay up and watch the F1 race. That or if you're on night shift, one or the other. Yep. So uh, NASCAR needs to. I mean, it's not NASCAR. If it was up to NASCAR, they would start at 12. They would start at 1. You think it's all the TV? It's Fox. It's Fox. It's, that's the time zone, or that's the time slot that they um, get the most money um, from sponsors. So that's when they're going to keep doing it. Um, they uh, they see a better return. The two, three times a year we race on Monday is not worth the money they're going to lose by starting every race at the, that uh, 1 o'clock. So, well, I'm not saying start every race at 1 o'clock, but I'm saying... Well, I agree, but it's... A, to. To the uh, to the broadcasters, it's um, it's not worth the risk. So um, I've been preaching noon, one o'clock start time since I can remember. It's not ever going to change. So and they they did that for a long time. Yeah, I think I remember because I, I I remember very fondly the spring Martinsville race back in the day. It would start at noon. Yeah, I would too because I lived in Colorado. It'd start at ten a.m. Yeah, it was I'd have to get up. Well, I wouldn't have to get up. I'd be up because I was like 10. Because usually seven. on Easter Sunday, we would definitely go to church. And by the time church was over, it's like, all right, we got to get back to the house. Race about to start, yeah. you know, at Martinsville. Um, and now you look at it these days, it's all starts at 3, almost all of them. And then this weekend, it doesn't start at 2. I think the race does start at 2 this weekend, so we're, we're getting. Does it start at 2? I think it does because the Miami race starts at the same time. The cup race does on uh, Sunday, which that sucks. <laughs> no, it's three thirty. Is it three thirty? Yeah. Okay, I guess the four. I, for some reason, I thought it was two. There is a race that starts at two this year, but um, Indy starts at two thirty. Woohoo! That's it. <laughs> the next Dega race starts at two. Okay. The Roval starts at two. Vegas starts at two. The Vegas. They put Vegas. It. Homestead starts at 2.30, Martinsville, the next Martinsville race starts at 2, and then Phoenix at 3. Well, maybe because this they start at 2 because of football by that time. Probably. Yeah, because football's rolling around then. Yeah, because uh, NBC will have that. So. Yeah, I'm sure that's why. Sunday night football. Yeah. And you day, I'm sure they ain't going to try to put NASCAR over Sunday night football. Nope. But, the um, champion could win the race at. What time does uh, Sunday night countdown start? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. The, the The champion could be crossing the line at six fifty nine. Like, all right, uh, whoever wins the championship. All right. Well, we appreciate it. it's been a hell of a year. We'll see you next week, next year. Yep. It'd be over. Bye-bye. Just just like that. We'll see you on USA Network for yep. the uh, <laughs> post race. Yep. NBCSN is no longer a thing. Yep. Rest in peace to NBCSN. Yep. But. Uh, no, I just, uh, I, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure NASCAR does have their hands tied behind their back, like you said. It's just, it's frustrating um, because when you get a big crowd like that and you get a whole lot of support on Sunday and it, it looks reminiscent of an old NASCAR race and then, you know, they get punished and mm-hmm. because the broadcasters are too stuck in their ways to change it. It's, it's frustrating. Yeah, I agree, but it ain't ever going to change, so. Not for the time being, anyway. If if NASCAR starts going back uphill, I think you'll see it. Mm. It'll be flexible again. I but it's got to get more popular again. I don't know. I think Fox, if we stick with Fox and NBC, it's going to continue being the way, way it is. I think we need to get uh, ESPN on the contract and broadcast all our race on uh, ESPN, the Ocho. Yes, yes. <laughs> or ESPNU because I don't have that channel for some reason. 
I was trying to watch the Avalanche game last night, first round of the on playoffs. ESPN, you? It's it's on ESPN. It was on ESPN, but the fucking Rangers Penguins game went to triple overtime. Ah. So I it had got switched over to ESPNU. Mm, guess who doesn't? Guess who doesn't carry ESPNU? You know, ESPN, Charter Spectrum. Yeah, ESPNU used to be the college football yeah. thing, and now well, U stands for university. Yeah, I just thought like U as in like you the person. Like it's mm-hmm. more, I don't know, more shows based off of. Nope. I, anyways, that but, was a uh, brain fart. Yeah, so they uh, that pissed me off last night, so I didn't get to watch the first. Yep, I think two periods, uh, but it, it reminds me when me and when my dad had. I think my dad still aspect, but when I lived with my dad, I think it was back in twenty eleven. Clemson. It was the first year Clemson really blew up with Dabo. We were, I think, seven and zero. Year we started like nine and zero, and then lost like lost to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, NC State, and y'all, and then lost to West Virginia. <coughs> um, but uh, the Maryland game was on ESPNU, and we didn't have it. And we were trying to hours try to call Spectrum, try to or charter, and finally, like right before the game started, we finally had to buy ESPNU and then buy like a few more other channels just to get ESPNU. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why Charter does that. They've been doing that for years with ESPNU. But, uh, anyways, it's an NASCAR podcast. NASCAR <laughs> podcast. Um, Talking about ESPN. Yeah. So, uh, what, seven out of 11 now? Nine out of 11. Different winners. Oh, yeah. 9 11. Yeah. Bad day. Mm hmm. Bad day. But good for winners. Good for winners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, do you think we're going to see six Seven more. Seven more. Only seven more. How many more races are there? Seven days. How many more races are there? Uh well we just finished race eleven. Fifteen till the playoffs start. Is it fif- uh, twenty six? Should be. So do the math. Count for me. So we got Darlington this weekend, and we got where else we got? Is your math correct? Seventeen. But seven. the All Star race is involved in that. Yeah. So sixteen regular season, sixteen races to where you'll get in the playoffs if you win the race. Yeah. So sixteen more races. Um. You got some road courses. You yeah. got Daytona. You got some weird some variables. new tracks. Worldwide Tech's coming in. Worldwide Tech. Um. You got the Poconos, the New Hampshire's. Yeah. So. Do I think there will be 17 winners? No. 17. Do I think there will be 16 winder, winders? Winder. <laughs> winners. There's a winner right there. There is. Possibility, but I don't. I just don't see it happening. Um, I think. I think Chase probably get a couple more. I think. Which one? Briscoe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, no. Elliott will probably grab at least one more. Briscoe has a chance to win a couple. He's been fast all year. Chase is too inconsistent. Yeah, but he could go out there and win a road course race, no problem. Ross has won at two stupid fucking tracks, and he's fast every weekend, so he could win a Charlotte. He could win a um, Texas. He could win a, a road cor- another road course race. Um, so is it possible that they they get to 16? Yes. I just don't. I don't when I look at the the people that haven't won yet, I don't know if I count 
seven more guys that are going to win. Joey will probably win. <sighs> Redick maybe, but he's been fucking inconsistent. Austin Dillon maybe, but he's been inconsistent. Brad could win one somewhere, maybe, unlikely. Uh, Busher could win one somewhere, but it's unlikely. So I just don't I don't count seven guys that are going to win. Now, there's seven guys that could win, but I just I don't see – I don't see seven winners coming out of the group that hadn't won yet. Um, well, Martin hadn't won yet this year, has he? Mm -mm. So there's another one. Martin, Joey. Blaney. Blaney's won. Oh, Is yeah. Is he not? Mm -mm. Martin, Joey, Blaney. I think C Bell's gonna win a race. Or really, you're he might, but you know those he's, he's fast. Martin, Joey, Blaney are the only three that I I'm like yeah, those guys are gonna win. Joe Gibbs is starting to figure it out. They're getting a lot faster every more consistent every week. Like I said, I think we both agree that a Joe Gibbs car had the best car. You think it was eighteen? I think it was the eleven. Um, they just gotta put it all together and kind of have some luck along the way. So it's, it's a possibility. So I think both Joe Gibbs drivers will win, Truex and Bell. Um, and then you got Joey. Even though he's he's struggled here recently, I think he'll win a race. Um, you got Blaney. That's four. Um, I think Reddick will win. He's been too fast. All he's got to win. He's got to win a race. So that's five. Um, if RFK can continue this. This little this little speed they got, I think possibly Chris could win one, but that one's a that one's kind of a long shot. Um, who else? I think Harvick. He they're starting to get it figured out. They've had a few top tens here in a row. Um, if you put Harvick, if you get Harvick in a good setup on a good car on a track he's good at, which summer stretch he's got a lot of good track. I mean, Harvick, Kevin Hart really doesn't have a bad track other than maybe like Martinsville. So, um. I think he has a possibility of winning a race. Um, so that's five. Um, who else? Eric Jones? No. <laughs> you don't think so? Nope. He won't win. Daniel Suarez? No, he won't win. If he couldn't win and JGR equipment when they were at the top of their game yeah. and Stuart Haas equipment when they were at the top of their game, he ain't going to win in track house equipment. Here's the thing, though. Track house equipment seems like it's... The car can do it, no question. Yeah, they seem pretty damn fast. The problem is the driver and Ross not is good. making him look bad right now. Well, it's because he is... He's not making him look any worse than we already knew he was. <laughs> yeah, fair. I, and I like Daniel, but the, the fucker is just not a NASCAR. He's not a Cup Series not driver. He's not a Cup Series driver. Put him in a good Xfinity car, he'll probably go out and win some races. Put him in a good truck, he'll probably go out and win some races. But he's just not a Cup Series guy. He's not. He'll he'll run around 20th, and he'll every now and again sneak in the top 10. But he's not ever going to be up there con 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 competing for wins on a consistent basis. In that coffee. Coffee. 
Well, if it was coffee, it's empty now. Yeah. Um, the guy we really got to look out for is Harrison Burton. Oh, yes. <laughs> Harrison Burton, Quinn Half. Hadn't started all year, but he might <laughs> grab one. Uh, Cody Ware. Hold on. Uh, there, uh, there's one or two guys I'm having a brain fart on, and I think they're going to win. Yeah, I am. Who? Kurt Busch. No. <laughs> he might. There's a lot of mites. Yes, like, but there's only three guys that I'm like, yep, they're going to win. I say five. Five will definitely win. I okay. think Joey. That still only gets you to Joey, 15 or Brad, 14 win, winners. Joey, Brad. You think Brad's going to win? Oh, not Joey. Sorry, not Brad. Joey, Ryan, Christopher, Martin, Tyler. And I, and I think Austin might. No. Austin's maybe. A, maybe. He's Austin a maybe. Austin has a chance. He's a maybe. But he's a maybe. But like, the yeah, eight's a maybe. I don't think the eight's a maybe. He's going to win. The 20's a maybe. The only for sure is Martin Truex. Um, I feel more confident about Bell winning than Truex. No. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, you I, know, I'll give you this. There's not the nine 16 car, guaranteed. Yeah, the nine car could go out and win the next seven races. You never know. So. Oh, I'm going to come. Uh, I'm sure you would. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I'd like to see at least two more guys win, but we'll uh, we'll, we'll probably have to Cody wait. Cody Ware and BJ McLeod? Yes. That'd be, that'd be a great, great, great showing for them. Well, we got the throwback weekend coming up, Darlington. In our home state. Well, Woo. my home state. Well, I was born here. But you're born in Colorado. I was born here, moved there, moved back. Oh, okay. I only lived here till I was four, though, and then I moved back when I was twelve. I don't know your backstory. Clearly, we'll have a we'll have an episode on just your backstory one day. Yep. Yep. Nothing about NASCAR. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, not confuse everybody. Yep. Now, um, I'm excited. For uh, Darlington this weekend, um, we're not going to this one. We're going to no. The next we're one. going to the one in September, the Labor Day, the party one, the 500 miler. Yep, Southern 500. Bojangles, well, Bojangles sounds good. Bojangles, right and it's cookout now. Is it? That's right. It is. Yeah. Cookout sounds good too. It does. Uh, but we got a lot of throwback schemes. A few, a few teams have killed it, and I mean killed it in a good way. Um, so what is your favorite? Throwback. Well, I'm gonna be scheme. honest. I don't. I don't like Roush's stuff. I don't hate Roush's stuff. If it was a if if the if I would love Brad's if it didn't have the stupid if they didn't have the number forward and have the big old circle in the middle of the car. Yeah, if the number was in the middle of the circle, it would look a little bit better. Yes. But um, he he threw back to Mark Martin's uh, Viagra car. Um, they've got. Socios on the side, which is a uh, like a cryptocurrency app, mm-hmm. um, and then the seventeen threw back to uh, um, Matt Kenseth's old Dewalt black yellow Here's the with problem the silver. With his it, that's not his best scheme. Uh uh-uh. uh it it's li- it, they look okay, but I don't like them. Uh, like they're cool, but it's not what I would have picked. Um, the twenty one looks pretty cool. It's an old ninety nine. Um, Dex Jeff, imaging. Yeah, Dex um, let him uh, throw back to his daddy. Joey's is under the ra- under the radar. I hate Joey's. It looks awful to I me. I don't. I don't. I like it. Um, the forty two looks okay. He threw back to um, no, that's uh, his uh, grandfather, I believe. Um, but uh, the best one is Alex Bowman's 
Ally Carr. He threw back to Mark Martin as well. Um, he's got the Valvoline throwback uh, with the uh, the three stripes that run down the base of the car and then run up the back, uh, the red, light blue, and dark blue. Um, I love this paint scheme. It's one of my favorite paint schemes of all time. Uh, the six car is actually what I run on iRacing, and my Xfinity car uh, is that exact paint scheme. So uh, it uh, it looks really good. It'll look really good on track. Uh, I just don't want him to win, but uh, <laughs> it looks pretty good. What about you? What do you think? So, I mean, I'm a homer here, kind of like you. I mean, you picking Mark Martin scheme back in the 90s. Um, I'll give one a, a strong uh, second place is the Trackhouse cars that came out yesterday. The one in the 99 of um, throwing it back to Dale Sr. and Dale Jr. at Japan. That was the first time Dale Jr. raced with his father in the Cup Series. It was an exhibition race. I think it was a 99, maybe 98. I can't remember. But the Coke cars look hella good. Um, they announced it yesterday. And uh, it, those track, the, I'm, track houses, uh, they're starting to really kill it in a good way. I mean, even the their cars are fast. Their paint schemes are all almost all good. And I listened to Dale Jr.'s podcast yesterday when Justin came on there. He's saying he puts a lot of effort into making these cars look good. Like his designer, he, gives, he tries to give uh, their designer from the sponsors most creative freedom they have. And you can it shows on, the, on, on Sundays because a lot of their schemes look great. Um, but that's not number one. Number one is going uh, just straight up, uh, uh, what's that called, nostalgia is William Byron's Exalta Jeff Gordon throwback with the flames, the good old days. Uh, This is the first scheme I remember uh, watching as a kid when Jeff Gordon was uh, racing back in the early 2000s. I love the car, Exalta. Obviously, it used to be DuPont. I mean, Exalta is DuPont, so it was easy, easy pick. The only thing that bothers me is obviously the number in the front. Um, just because it, it looks a little weird, but it still looks really good. Um, so I hope that 24 runs up front this weekend, uh, just for nostalgic purposes, because I think it uh, it looks awesome. I think it looks like shit. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it just a render. I like the car. I like Jeff's old car, that paint scheme, but I just don't know if this one. I, I think it might just be because it's a render. The colors look too flat to me. The blue looks a little bit too bright. Um, I will say that. We'll, but it might uh, be just a render. Yeah, we'll see on Sunday what it looks like uh, in person. But uh, there's some that probably haven't come out yet uh, that will come they out. They're race. <laughs> they better come out with it soon. Yeah, n- there there will be a t- there will be some teams that don't do it, uh, which I think is fucking stupid. Core of the Joys is the worst. Uh, yeah, it's not good. It's um, freaking too small. I, n- I understand what they're doing there, but it, it oh, I hate yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Larson's looks pretty good. Um, it's not bad. I hate the fact the um, the Haas guys didn't actually release renders of their cars. They're uh, pictures that look like they've been drawn in colored pencil. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see what they well, look is like. Is it at least good color picture? No, it's or fucking color? bad. Like, you can't tell what it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, I don't even know what so breast cancer awareness is. Yeah, it, yeah I don't know. It's not October. No, it isn't. But uh, I wish. I'd be going deer hunting. Yeah. Fuck this podcast. Um, but, 
Yeah, there'll be some good ones on the track. Um, most of these look better, will look better in person uh, than they do uh, in these pictures. So. Kyle's is pretty good. Yeah, I like Kyle's. I like uh, the. And I saw another one a minute ago that I liked pretty good. I'm not a big fan of Chase's. Yeah, I'm not either. But Chase really uh, doesn't have any. Yeah, he, he. I'm trying to think. When we went in 2017, he didn't. Re- he had that that light blue one. Yeah, it was kind of ugly. Yeah, threw back to his dad. That wasn't great. I think last year he had one throwback to his dad. I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, Chase really hadn't any throwback. What do you uh, What do you think is gonna happen in the race? They gonna go in circles. They gonna be hitting the wall. Uh, I hope I hope this car. This could be one of the best races of the year. If this car is how it's supposed to be because we've seen it intermediates and kind of cookie cutters to big ovals like california that this car runs really good at those tracks however that was the one's last time we've run at a track like that like vegas this. vegas was it vegas oh yeah i think it was that was what month and a half two months ago mm-hmm. These teams have learned a lot since then about this car. And usually when teams start learning, especially the big teams, they start pulling away from the mediocre teams. So you could have a couple guys dominate the race. Nobody could touch them. Or you could have kind of what you've had at Vegas and California, a whole bunch of leaders and um, comers and goers, which, you know, I'm hoping for. I don't want nobody to go out there. I don't care if it's Chase Elliott. I don't want Chase Elliott to go out there, out there and dominate lead every lap because that's kind of boring. Um, I'd be happy, but I, that's not what I want to see. Um, I think you're going to see these cars on edge a lot. I think you're going to see a lot of guys hit the wall um, trying to be aggressive, trying to, you know, get track position. Darlington is not the easiest track in the world to pass. <laughs> um, it's about as freaking wide as this room where the, the fast groove is anyway. So um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be an interesting race. Hopefully it doesn't rain on Sunday. Sunny and hot. These cars will be sliding around. And I think you'll see the, the cream rise to the top at the very end. Um and the drivers that can that are good there and that can manage tire management and car control will end up winning the race and being up front. I agree that it has a possibility to be a good race, but I just I'm getting the feeling like it's gonna be a stinker. Um I don't know why. I just feel like it's gonna be one of those races that never really gets uh gets going, never really has the exciting moments um it's a little bit shorter of a race than usual they usually run 500 at darlington's 400 this year uh just for this race but um it'll be the middle of the day so the track will be hot not super hot but uh being that it's beginning of may but so they might slip and slide a little bit but you know it ain't gonna be that september heat um i think the uh the guys are gonna I think it'll be a one-groove racetrack. I think, I think this car will struggle. 
um, up near the wall. Um, I think it'll be a, a conga line around the bottom uh, for a little while. I think it's going to be tough to pass. Um, tougher than usual because you can't really take air off of guys with this car. Um, being how most of the downforce comes from underneath the car, dumping air on a spoiler doesn't really affect the handling of the guy in front of you like it used to. So um, I think you will have to move people to get by them. Uh, and I don't think you're going to be able to get that close to the guy in front of you uh, to, to do it. So I don't necessarily see this being a great race. Um, I, other than, than those reasons, it's just really a, a gut feeling. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they go up there and rip around, you know, side by side the whole race, um, which is what they did once they gave the horsepower back in the last um, generation of car. So I hope I'm wrong. Um, but uh, I don't necessarily see this being a barn burner. Um, yeah, usually the uh, the first race out of uh, a certain track, usually isn't the best. Usually the second race is usually always the better one. And obviously on Labor Day weekend playoffs, the the Labor Day weekend race will be the best it one. It was Labor Day weekend. I was 17. I went and bought a Coke and a, some ah. I bought a Coke and, and some, some gasoline. gasoline. We drove out to hey, the county we're, fair. We're going to get copyrighted. Because we sound better than Tim McGraw. When I saw her for the first time, she was standing, standing there, there in the ticket line. The ticket line? Yeah. yeah. And it all started right then and there. <laughs> okay. I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. You, she was you killing me in that miniskirt. Whole verse right there. Skipping rocks on a river by the railroad track. Hope you got out of tune. Yeah, well, I don't <laughs> think I do. I'm not putting that much effort to I make it sound should. good. Anyways, Push. who's winning? Coming green. Who's going to win? Oh, by the way, um, Bill Elliott, Bobby Labonte, and... Richard Petty. Richard Petty are going to be in the booth. In the exact opposite order. In the exact said. opposite order. Uh, stage for the one stages. will be Richard. Richard. King Richard. King Richard, baby. Stage two, Bobby Labonte. God damn Which, it, Bobby. Yeah. Stage three. Bill Elliott, Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. Yeehaw. The best Elliott there has ever been. Hey, that <laughs> bell was ringing last weekend. Ding, ding. I think I heard it over here, didn't you? Ding, ding. Ding, ding. <laughs> uh, well, so you going first or you want me to go Bing first? Bing, bong. Asshole. That's, that's <laughs> my thing. That's my thing, you little dipshit. All right, so I won, so I get to pick first? All right, yep. To be fair, this should be me right now picking first. Oh, man. We didn't really talk about Ross Chastain and Martin Truex. There wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, we'll, uh, I don't really see Ross did anything wrong. Yeah. We'll, we'll just say real quick, Ross blocked him. He came up, threw a block. Martin Truex Jr. gave him a shot and wrecked himself. Martin's got pissed because he can't drive. He's a little bitch. He cries about everything. <laughs> uh, he ain't going to win the damn war, but he did, so that's that. Um, yeah. He's pissed that he's getting outrun by Ross every weekend. So, and all his teammates pretty much every weekend. Yep. But uh, I I agree. Uh, I I don't think Ross did anything wrong. Yes, it was a close call, but Martin, it's the last lap. I don't care if it's for third. Just keep full throttle it. Yeah. Don't let off. And Ross Moving. probably in the hitting the inside wall, and he probably can't really even be mad at you. You still finished third. Yeah, but that's why I won. Um, yeah. Because he wrecked himself. Uh, still finished 12th. Yeah, but I don't feel sorry for Martin Truex. 
I don't either. But uh, this weekend, the winner is going to be... Ba, ba, ba. Bubba Wallace? No. That <laughs> sounds like you're about to say Bubba. No. Bubba Wallace. Absolutely not. It's going to be... May. Yes. yes it already it is. is May. Kyle Larson. Oh, jeez. What do you got in the limb here? All right, it's your second time picking them. You can't pick them. You only can pick them one more time. I know. Well, shit. Well, so what are we right now with the with the thing? Six and five? Yep. Damn it, Martin. All right, so the winner of this weekend's race at the Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina is going to be Denny Allen. Nah, I was going to pick him, but I've already picked him twice. I got to go out in a big limb because you picked freaking Kyle Larson. Yeah. I haven't picked Denny yet this year. I've thought about I thought about picking Denny, but... And Denny, uh, his crew chief, Chris Lambert, is going to Cancun for the next <laughs> four races. We'll be seeing you. Uh, and I think Denny's going to be pissed. It's one of his best tracks. He won here in September last year. Um, he needs a good run. He either wins or finishes... <laughs> 30th, bless you. Thank you. Uh, finishes 30th. So, uh, yep. he needs a win, so I think he will. Um, well, one last segment before we close the show. You can't do that! Oh, that's loud. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't. can't. You can't do that to me, Bobby. You can't do it. Uh, this week's You Can't Do That moment, presented by Anchor, uh, is going to be the 17th pit crew. Yay! Mm-hmm. Um, these guys suck dick all weekend. <laughs> um, and as we all know, I'm a huge Roush Fenway Keselowski fan. So uh, this is uh, – we'll, we'll consider this yeah, constructive. We'll put that one on YouTube. We'll, we'll, um, we'll consider this constructive criticism. Uh, fire everybody on the 17 pit crew, Brad Keselowski. Those guys suck. How the fuck do you come in – to the number one pit stall, every fucking time there's a caution. Wait, why are you telling Brad? Because he owns a team. Ra- so he's Roush, Jack Roush. Okay, well, team. anyways. Roush, fucking the Fenway Sports Group, Keselowski, whoever LeBron, the fuck. Le- LeBron, LeBron James. James, because he owns some of the Fenway Sports Group. This pit crew might be the worst pit crew in all of NASCAR. Oh I don't understand how you lose fucking four spots every time you come into the pit road. When you got the number one pit stall. Every week we see you, the fucking guy with the number one pit stall gain four positions on every pit stop, even if he doesn't have the fastest pit crew. Every week. And then you get Chris Buescher, who doesn't run up all, run up front all the time. He, he, he does everything he can, sets a car on a pole, drives a really good race, and every time there's a fucking caution flag, the 17 pit crew lets him down. If I was Chris Buescher, I'd have got out of his fucking car and started throwing hands with everybody <laughs> in the pit crew. Because he... Sh- he had a chance to win that race yesterday, or Monday. He had a chance to win it. He probably wouldn't have, but he couldn't have from eighth place. If the pit crew did their job, he would have been in the top five all day. All day. So he would have been up there for that last restart with the one and the nine. And who knows what could have happened at that point. Would he have won the race? Probably not. But we'll never know because the 17 pit crew shit the fucking bed. I'm tired of it. Two weeks in a row... Fucking pit road shit has fucked the Roush guys. Brad can't fucking get on pit road in Dega, and then the fucking pit crew shits on Chris 
busher. So <laughs> I'm tired of pitting. Can we have non-competitive pit stops from now on in NASCAR, please? <laughs> like Bristol Dirt. Um, here's the devil's advocate for you. As you could Chris be getting on the pit road and getting off pit road? Not as hard as everybody unlikely. else losing time. Unlikely. Unlikely. Okay. Well, that, that's the only thing I have. Maybe, for you. but unlikely. Okay. All right. How's the? Are you good? Are you done? No. No. <laughs> All right. My you can't do that moment of the weekend is the fucking '99 car of Daniel Suarez just fucking taking out Corey LaJoy for no reason because he's fucking dobbing it in there. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I'm gonna cut him. <laughs> nah, the the '99 car. What the hell are you doing, Daniel? Damn it, Daniel! You're taking out Corey. I like Corey for no reason. What are they racing for? Like fifteenth? Corey was having a hell of a race. You're at your ass is back there because you suck at dra- dra- yeah. <laughs> of dra- yeah. of driving race He's cars. Than you. Yeah, he is. Um. And your team is up there whooping ass, and you're back here battling with Corey LaJoy, same equipment, and you just take them out. What the hell, Daniel? You had no chance of making that corner. You can't do that. You just threw it in there, and just fucking uh, Corey was your your roadblock, and you just took you yourself and him out. Did he? Uh, did Daniel finish ahead of Corey at the end? Check that for me real quick. I hope Corey beat him. I think he did. Hope Corey beat him off. I think he did, because uh, Corey finished 18th or 17th or something like that. Okay. I don't know where Daniel... Oh, well, if I hope Corey finished better, better than Daniel, because Daniel, you just... I don't know, you just put... You attached your head, your helmet, back to the, down to the floorboard, and... Nope, Daniel finished 14th, Corey finished 18th. little fucking bitch. Daniel, you can't be doing that shit. You get, just because you're getting outrun by your teammate every week, badly by your teammate every week, you can't just go out there and take out a guy... That's having a hell of a run at a track that um, is not or a super speedway. Daniel, you can't do that. Stop being a dumbass. You can't do it. Nope. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Yep. We uh we gotta go to work tonight. We do. <laughs> I gotta leave like now. So y'all be good. Yep. Or be good at it. We'll see you next week. And uh, go Cox. Go Tigers. <laughs>